0: Hello and welcome to Teens Talk Sex Ed, a podcast where teens talk real sex ed, share stories of being peer sex educators and answer the burning questions you don't want to ask your parents. All of the podcast hosts are members of Planned Parenthood's Teen Council, a program where high school students learn all about sex education and teach in middle and high school classrooms around the city. Let's talk about sex ed, baby hi i'm luba i'll be your host for today i use she her pronouns i am a graduating senior and this is my first year in teen council
1: hi i'm Liza. i use she her pronouns i'm going to be a junior in high school and this was also my first year in teen council
2: hi i'm sophie i'm also going to be a junior i use she her pronouns and this is my first year in teen council
0: So in order to be sexually healthy, we need to have basic information about our bodies. Today we will look at sexual and reproductive anatomy. We will also learn about the different functions of reproductive systems. Typically when talking about anatomy, we use terms such as male and female. However, not everyone born with typical female body parts, vulva, uterus, clitoris, identifies as female and not everyone who is born with typically male body parts, penis, testicles, scrotum, identify as male. Some people identify as boys, girls, another gender, or no gender at all. You're going to hear us referring to systems, testicular, ovarian, or people with penises or people with bulbas instead of referring to male and female. Um, also, our podcast on the two different reproductive systems is split into two, but we recommend listening to both. Of course, anatomy can be detailed and extensive, but it is so important to know everything about your body and other people. If you're a visual person, we have awesome diagrams posted on our Instagram account, which is at ANC Teen Council.
1: All right, so now let's get into the reproductive system for someone with a vulva. The term vulva refers to the external genitalia, including the clitoris, labia, vaginal opening, urethra, and bartholin glands. It is very common, but not accurate, actually, to refer to this entire area as the vagina. Um, Actually, the outside parts of the vulva are the labia, which are the folds of skin that protect the inner parts of the vulva. The outer labia are the most external part of the vulva and typically grow pubic hair. The inner labia are the inner folds of the skin of the vulva. Everyone's inner and outer labia vary in length, color, and texture. The labial skin is considered susceptible skin and is vulnerable to sexually transmitted diseases, which is the same as the skin of the scrotum on a person with a penis. The
2: clitoris is a bundle of nerves whose head is located at the top of the vulva with the rest of the organ housed internally underneath the labia. The only known purpose of the clitoris is sexual stimulation. We'll touch more on this special organ later.
0: The urethra is a separate opening in the vulva where urine leaves the body. This is a separate opening and common and a common misconception is that people pee out of their
1: vaginas, which is just not true. And the vaginal opening is the opening that leads to the vagina. The vagina is a stretchy muscular canal on the inside of the body. The hymen is a tissue
2: partially covering the vaginal opening that many people with vaginas are born with, but not all. The hymen is not a solid sheet and has openings to let vaginal discharge and menstrual fluid pass through. Often, the hymen stretches or wears away on its own. It is also normal to experience some bleeding or burning as the tissue stretches during intercourse or masturbation. An often misconception is that you can tell if someone has had intercourse or used tampons by looking at the hymen, but we know that's not true.
0: The Bartholin's glands, or gland, are two glands that provide lubrication of varying amounts to the vagina during sexual excitement, and are located in the inner labia on each side of the opening of the vagina. Now, probably the most exciting part about the genitalia for people with vulvas is the clitoris. As you can see in the photo, the head of the clitoris is the only part of the clitoris that is outside of the body, and many people think that that is its fullest extent but there is tissue beneath the surface that is also sensitive. And for some stimulation of this tissue can contribute to pleasure and sometimes orgasm. There is a protective layer of skin called the clitoral hood that typically covers the head of the clitoris unless it is erect. That's pretty cool. If I do say so myself.
1: Yeah. And so now I'm going to talk about some vulva variations. So just like the penis, the vulva has many variations on how it can look. One of the most common questions we get in classrooms are along the lines of, is it normal if my inner labia sticks out farther than the outer? Or is it normal if the coloring isn't perfectly even, etc.?" And most of the time, the answer is yes. So many variations are perfectly normal, just like your face is unique to you. Um, and so is to everybody. And of course, if you have any concerns about your genitalia, just ask your doctor.
2: Now for the vagina and uterus. The first part we're going to talk about is the vagina. It is a stretchable canal that connects the vulva to the cervix, and it lubricates and expands during arousal, which some people call being turned on. The vagina, just like the eye inside of your nose and all the places that are continuously moist, are made up of mucous membranes. These areas of the body are self-cleaning, and the fluids that the vagina makes, typically called discharge, clean out the vagina. It has a special pH that keeps it healthy. This is why using douches, which is a shower of water, usually mixed with other fluids to clean the vagina, is not recommended since it might disrupt the balance and promote growth of bacteria. Usually discharge leaves the vagina and can show up in underwear. Don't worry, this is normal.
0: The cervix is the entrance into the uterus and also secretes mucus, which changes in thickness depending on what stage you are in your menstrual cycle.
1: And the uterus is where a pregnancy may, de- may develop. The lining of the uterus builds up throughout a person's menstrual cycle, and then if there is no pregnancy, it sheds during menstruation, which is the blood from a period. The fallopian
2: tubes are similar to the vast deferens. They are tubes where the egg cell travels to the uterus and may
0: meet sperm. The ovaries are similar to the testicles. They release eggs or ova and produce estrogen. Unlike sperm, a person with ovaries is born with all the eggs they'll ever have, about 300,000. But a person will usually ovulate 300 to 400 of those eggs in their life. So that looks like it wraps up the anatomy for people with vulvas, and we hope you learned something new. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Teens Talk Sex Ed. And remember to submit any questions to AnchorageTeencouncil at gmail.com, DM us on Instagram, or Harness Your Carrier Pigeon. Let's talk about sex ed, baby. Thank you. Bye. Thanks. For Bye.